0: What is it that you do? I'm a paranormal investigator. I'm a radio host on KCR Digital Radio, the ghostly hour. And at the moment, I'm also doing a couple of projects. And I'm writing a book at the moment as
1: well. Can you tell me a little bit how you got into
0: paranormal investigations? Oh, that was quite a few years ago now before I was using equipment I was just using myself as the equipment and it was only because a friend of mine asked me to go round because there was things happening in the house and they just wanted clarification if there was something there or not so I just went along as myself done the investigation told them the information that I had So I thought to myself, I could help quite a few people with this. And that's when I sort of started getting more equipment. And it was thanks to Chris Horton from Horned Earth. Uh, I've done investigations with him as well. And it was thanks to him I found out what equipment I needed to start me off actually documenting what it is that I'm seeing and hearing at the time.
1: Have you got psychic abilities,
0: then? I do, yes. Uh, I'm quite sensitive when I, when I go to places and there has been times when it has affected me quite a lot, perhaps more than what it should. I,
1: I've asked a few people so I've quite, quite a lot of people have said they've had an experience where they've I've felt very uneasy or scared, you know, or didn't
0: want to be in that building or be near that ghost. Yeah, I've I been scared once. I'm not going to deny it. A uh, very traumatic experience which actually took me out of the paranormal field completely for six months question myself as to whether or not I was strong enough to like, be doing this.
1: That sounds a very scary event.
0: It was. It's one that I'll never forget for as long as I live.
1: Do you want to give a snippet of
0: detail? You don't have to go into too much if you don't wish to. Um, basically they had a really, really Energy in the house. It was very negative. And, cut a very long story short, it basically wanted me to kill the family. Do you reckon a yeah. demonic, demonic spirit? I thought it was at the time. But I've spoken to someone about this turns out that it was not a demonic energy. It was just born out of negative energy, but not demonic.
1: Because I presume the whole household was in like a negative zone.
0: To be honest, the house itself with the occupants was quite a happy home. So I've got Thing. It was laying dormant for a long time. And I'm not sure if something's happened in the house or if they've had any sort of family problems beforehand, but it just seems like it was at a point where it knew it was sort of now or never. And the energy took its opportunity, and unfortunately, it took it out on me as well when I got there. But uh, I've learnt from it, uh, learnt from my mistakes, and now I'd like to think to myself that I'm now uh, stronger and more prepared should it ever happen again. Do you believe that it's, most
1: people that's free that experience over like an electrical?
0: I've been looking into this more and more lately because it does seem like the equipment that we have does seem to be looking for some sort of electrical energy. When, let's be honest, we don't actually know what energy we're looking for. It could be electrical, it could be heat... It could be chemical energy, it could be any number of things. So I think until we actually narrow it down, the type of energy we become after we pass, I don't honestly think that we are ever going to get any better results than what we are now. A lot
1: of people, obviously a lot of people, obviously who lot listening to the show, obviously heard of the um, video play- playback theory
0: concerning ghosts yeah the... oh the, yeah the stone tape theory yeah yeah no I, I do believe in it. I do believe that we sort of leave some of our essence shall we say within a certain place and the people that are sensitive to this will pick up on it and it will just play out over and over again
1: Um, I also know that um, I was talking to someone, I've talked to a very few people about the the American and um, British and the Russian government did research into people's psychic abilities and um, one of the most famous persons of being Ewan Geller who admitted to being a remote viewer. Yeah, I've
0: uh, I've got my doubts about people like this, to be honest. Um, James Randi actually set up an experiment for Uri Geller. And he did not allow Uri Geller to use, this is when he was in his spoon bending days, He brought out these new spoons, the new set, never been touched before. Laid them out on the table, and because they wasn't provided by Ewingan's assistant, for some reason Geller couldn't manipulate these spoons the way he could before. And I find that a bit suspicious. If you can do it to one spoon.
1: To it to all yeah. I also heard you mention that you've been doing a radio show. I believe you've come up to your two year anniversary recently, I read somewhere. I think that's correct.
0: Yeah, the Ghostly Hour on KCR Digital Radio. Um, it's now two years from May the 1st. And to be honest, it only started off as a joke.
1: Most good for you. I think it's good to start something that you have a passion for and don't take it so seriously first off, because then you, you um, don't worry what you do so much.
0: Well, what it was, uh, a friend of mine, Jessica Johns, she's got a show on Wednesday nights on KCLR, and she introduced me to her station. Then I wrote a review of her show on Facebook, Station owner Tina Marie saw it, asked if she could put it on their web page. I'm like, please do, I'd be honoured. Then we got talking, me and Tina Marie, and then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, I said, Can you imagine my voice on the radio over in America? Because I, I know the, the Americans love the English accent. And well, next thing you know, she said, what would the show be about? And I said, well, the thing that I probably know most about, which is ghosts and the paranormal. And she said to me, there you go, you've got a show right now. So, so, hmm, I so to said, hmm, think for the people that I could help by doing this on a much quicker and bigger scale rather than doing it one-on-one. And that was my main reason to actually start the show and i thought i'll give it six months see how i go and two years later i'm still going
1: do you find it easier to do um, like a podcast show rather than a video show i find it easier to audio than filming myself oh yeah
0: audio is definitely a lot easier the filming ones, like face-to-face, but I do prefer more of um, an audio because that way, the way you describe things can help the listener and the way that you come across will help the listener because it will put pictures in their mind so that they can see it perspective rather than you trying to show
1: it in yours. I think also you you can get more into personal chat through audio because you're not you're not so aware of your appearance all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I don't know
0: what you mean. There is a few times I've looked a bit rough. So it's probably better if we didn't do the video. I always find I
1: don't mean to offend any female listeners. Went want to talk to a thing the first thing you say is, Oh, is it? Oh, oh if it's a video, I have to go and do my makeup and my hair. I keep saying, No, it's only audio. You can do what you like.
0: Now, funny, you should mention that as it goes. Uh, I went to see a medium called TJ Higgs and I asked her to come on my show. Uh, she accepted, but we've got to work out a date said to that it's just audio like there's no video involved and she did actually say well that's handy because it, it means i haven't got to get glammed up so yeah i find that also like you i tend
1: to get more people listening from america than britain and also i tend to get more Various subjects and British people. I
0: don't know why that he is, but it just tends to be that. Well, over in the States, I've had this conversation with a few friends of mine in America. But it seems like over in the States, it's more uh, publicised than what it is over here. I mean, when you think about all the TV programmes America produces about the Paranormal and UFOs, compared to how many the British TV stations have produced. The gap between them is huge. And it seems like they embrace it more and they want to believe. And we take a more conservative view of things in that we'll believe it when we see it. I like to be
1: open-minded. I'm cynical as well. I don't believe everything. Like the flat Earth people will, you know, I think they're just, I, don't, I know I'm mad,
0: but they're mad at me. Well, was it someone said, if the Earth was flat, we would know because cats would be pushing things off the edge of it? <laughs> I don't <know> what, <laughs> um, did, uh,
1: did you say that you wrote some books as well?
0: Uh, I'm in the process of writing my book. Uh, this is due to popular demand I didn't think about it before to be honest but everyone's telling me so I should write down all my experiences and then release it as a book so I thought well why not give it a try I ain't got nothing to lose by it no I mean you're never going to be a millionaire
1: you're not going to do ah. uh, 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 what's the name the one
0: who wrote i could do a harry potter novel (laughs) right now
1: yeah yeah but i think it's good that like most people i know who write don't they don't do it for the money they just do it because they like to get what they like to do out there
0: well i like to think of it as while i still remember while i've still got all my faculties while i've still got my marbles Experiences I've had since I've been sort of like on this journey into the paranormal world.
1: Yes, it's a vast different world out there. I'm learning more all the time.
0: Uh, if you don't ever stop learning in this, then the same wrong with you. Because even though I've been doing this since I was like six years old, I'm still learning today such a big learning process and if anyone says they're an expert in the paranormal field I'm sorry but I will call you a liar to your face because there are no experts in this field I
1: always say I'm a student
0: oh yes never a master no. I don't think you can be a master no. in this, to be honest
1: Well, I, I basically set up my podcast thing because I thought well, I like talking simple because i i I, I, as i say on my podcast it's only done by a fire tablet and a smartphone i know sometimes people moan about the quality but i think now i'm keeping it as i want to keep it because that's how my style you
0: know me well it's not only that it's more natural that way and so people can relate to it more and they will enjoy it more if it's more natural
1: yeah, I think I think yes. As you can see, I try to have a chat with the guest, listen, try to think of a question around what I've you've told me, because I try not to have too many set of questions.
0: I, I do find with some shows they become too repetitive with their set questions. It, to me a show my show is about the guest it's about getting the guest across not trying to find out certain things that I want to know because if you make that guest feel comfortable which I've got to admit you have done today I'm feeling really comfortable so if you get that guest comfortable and in a natural state you will get more out of them and you will find out more about them you would if
1: you had structured questions. Yeah, I think structured questions can sometimes get people's goat up as well, because they've probably heard them so many times before. Like, oh yes, I've noticed. Did you? Did you? Uh, why? Did, oh, when you saw the ghost, why did you not scream and all that kind of thing? because you know? we, because the, the television influence that they, they, you know, it's always filmed in a dark. and Someone always screams or someone always shouts out, or I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but they only show you the best bits. They haven't shown you the like 20 hours of filming just to get to that bit.
0: And then they don't show the 24 hours after that when they're going through everything and weeding out what isn't paranormal.
1: I, 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 um, I know um, I do cryptozoology as well, and a friend of mine used to work for do work for TV companies, and he said he was he got to a stage he got so fed out of it he does all his own stuff now, so he's got not not restricted so much.
0: Oh, good on him! It's about time we had more sort of independent filming in this industry because the way the TV companies sort of have grabbed hold of this because they know how popular it is and they've just ruined it because they have turned it into an entertainment and obviously they've got to do that to get the viewers to draw in the advertisers to get the revenue so i completely understand it but it's ruining it for the true investigators the people that are in this to help people
1: what no are waiting for next? A quiz show?
0: Ah, oh, I'll be surprised.
1: Or, or the, the cooking light like, program, you know, or, or the uh, uh, dinner with a ghost
0: program. As it goes, you've just given me an idea for a game show. What it is, we have a group of psychics mediums, and then what the host does, he tries to ask the question telepathically. Ah, that's a clever
1: one. That, I wonder how you want to try that, see if it works, just as an experiment for one of your shows. Yeah. Just say, so that. And
0: then, for one of your shows, it it like the medium it. or the psychic can guess the answer just through yeah. telepathy. Yeah. you
1: can say, I'm thinking of a question, He you absolutely no Clues whatsoever. There's no previously written out question on the, on the um, idiot boards that the people use.
0: As it goes, I did actually do that once. I've done a show about opening up your third eye.
1: Yeah.
0: And I did actually sort of try and project a word and a shape just in case people didn't pick up on the word, perhaps they could pick up on the shape or vice versa. And I don't think anything, anyone got it right, apart from the actual telling them the, radio, the radio owner she got it right. Yeah,
1: because a lot of people guess, because most people, most objects are like round, square, triangle, or blonde. Most numbers are between one and ten, because that's why most people because most people like to keep it simple. And most colours are blue or red. So you can limit that 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 sort of thing. You can not being cynical, but you can you can um, you can narrow it down to that if you wanted to.
0: Well, that's why I don't like them cinema cards. With the waves, the star, mm. the square, because there's five cards. so That means you've got a one in five chance of getting it correct. So that nails your odds greatly.
1: So you're bound to guess if you've got 20 cards. You're bound to guess five at
0: least. Yeah, it's a law of averages. So to me, them cards not really prove nothing.
1: Have you ever done a séance?
0: Yeah, I've done uh, a couple, as it goes. Uh, what's it, I've done one... No, I've done two in a house. Uh, Oh, what was the place? Have you ever seen a in Essex? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've done one there as well. I can't remember the place I found at the moment. Power Force UK was held. Um yeah I don't want one in Eastbury Manor House as well, so I've done quite a few. I imagine
1: something like these see in the
0: films. No. Nah, no. Nah. Obviously in the films they've got to dramatise things and go over the top so that the people watching it are gonna get scared. But no, nah, it's nothing
1: like films at all. Because the most uh, heavily influential film, I think, to do with Ghost Paranormal, uh, I know people might think this is old, but The Exorcist is very heavily influential when you think about it. Because that's how people perceive a poltergeist
0: or an evil spirit. Do believe that
1: the was actually based around the true story? Yes, I, I think there I a... I can't remember the actual story, but I know the Vatican, and I've had this discussion before, have got an actual division that de- deals with exodus, though they won't publicly admit it, but they do exist. Oh, yeah, because
0: um, I actually know someone who is trained exorcist and now I don't know if you've heard but the Vatican are actually now training people up over the phone due to the high number of cases coming in now I could not believe that I am a great believer that there is such a thing as
1: good and We we decide the old free wheel bit on which way we want to go. Well
0: it's all sort of yin and yang, isn't it? The old balance between powers and was it the devil falling from the sky? And now yeah, obviously they're battling for our souls for Good luck whoever gets mine because they're in for a world of trouble. <laughs>
1: I like the, the, the uh, allergy, but we was I it? The devil and the god were playing, playing a game of chess, and the, the, the set of chess figures it's human beings. Like, like they're trading our souls.
0: Well, I'd love to be there when they get to checkmate right then and find out what happens.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I, I sometimes think, is that I don't know if there's one and the same person, or the same entity.
0: Well, well, I did actually hear, I don't know how true it is, but the devil was actually sent down here to Earth, to actually patrol it.
1: Well, there's a lot of people that believe
0: that Earth is him. That's what, because I was thinking about it, I think it was last year, as to why do we look up for heaven? Is that where we actually originated from? Like from the stars? And now, that's where we look up for guidance. Are we looking for our creators? to try and give us answers are we sort of talking up to them hoping they can hear us I mean considering what's up there it makes me wonder are we actually an experiment I think. alien creation
1: oh I believe in aliens I can't prove it but we've got put, I can't believe we're the only planet that got a lucky break Any need plenty of known known life, or life as we know it.
0: Well, I know a few times we've been warned not to go back to the moon. So if that's the case, who warned us? And why did they warn us?
1: I had a lovely conversation with American the other day about... Why some Americans still believe that the man didn't land on the moon?
0: I mean, there is a lot of evidence against it.
1: I think it's heavily influenced by the film Capricorn One. You look, at, you watch the film Capricorn One, and then you see the evidence after the fact. I know it's in before, but it becomes more prevalent after the film.
0: definitely put it to rest in the fact that we did actually go to the moon so I do know that for a fact
1: Yeah, I, I think it's, it's too much, the Russians would never be quiet about it, would they they'd want to stick one on the America no
0: any chance they can Yeah. No, I, see I don't understand all this like right. we've got to be the first to do it it's the same in the paranormal field. You've got teams and people out there who want to be the first to discover something, who want to be the first to progress and get this amazing evidence. And to be honest, it doesn't matter who gets it. If we can share what we've learned with each other, take credit for actually getting the evidence and moving the field on to the next level on our own we're limited true but but together putting our resources putting our knowledge together we can get a lot further than what we are now when i
1: was at school i studied religious education Teacher we had he was a very good teacher actually because he didn't just say, oh this is God. He'd put on the board two different versions and and then, and you look at them and you and he would say, well look at the um, resurrection. He said, you know, we got the bloke coming out of the cave. Now was he in the cave or was it someone else? That kind of thing. he just questioned it. You know he didn't. Take everything, because like every story told, they all get slightly exaggerated, don't they?
0: Yeah. Well, not to offend yeah, I don't, I don't religious think, people. Yeah, I'm not but you know what I mean? I had a discussion with someone about this once, and I asked him, so like, could it have been with the resurrection? that Jesus was just in a coma and then he woke up from the coma and I asked him his thoughts. And i say no disrespect to anyone, you know, I respect all religions. But he could only tell me what he had been taught. It's like he couldn't tell me what he was thinking. And to me, the Bible is a book of Chinese whispers. Because there's things that have been left out that now coming to light. There's things that have been added that never even happened.
1: Well, a classic one was the Female Disciples. That was on Channel 4. Um, female Disciples that were left out by... Because Emperor own didn't want nothing to do with women
0: to be in, in, in the Bible. And was it the last supper? Yes. It uh, supposed to be there as well, but she's yeah. on the wrong side of Jesus.
1: Yeah. It's because it was a male-dominated society then. People
0: would forget that. Uh, I think it's about time religion changed. And it owned up to say, Look, sorry. We've got this big one. We apologise this is what happened. And just set the record straight. Well, I, I
1: think
0: keep Telling us the lies.
1: Very important,
0: though. My voice said religion is built around fear and lies. Well. Because um, someone i just become friends with, she said she's a God-fearing woman. Am I a God-fearing man? And I said to her, well, if God is meant to be love, forgiveness, light, and all positive energy, why have we got to fear him? And she couldn't answer it. All she said was, well, "We'll talk about that later." Yeah. I think it's the old fire
1: of stone and brimstone. Not, that's where that comes from. Um, but I do. Prefer, I don't know if there is a such a thing. I think it's an energy force. I believe that the soul does exist. I couldn't explain you what the soul is because I've when i used to work in care work, I've unfortunately had to um, come across a couple of people that have died while I was there. And one lady, I won't mention her name. Um, I we was looking after. We was in the room with her, and as she went, you could see if if, if her. Uh, just
0: as shells left behind, uh, it's the only way I can explain it. Well, really, when you think about it, that's all this is it's a vessel. That's all it is, just so we can learn when we move on to our next life. And I think Albert Einstein said it best, because uh, the first law of thermodynamics says that energy can either be created or destroyed. So therefore, ghosts don't exist. But Albert Einstein, who actually believed that spirits and ghosts exist, said it may not be able to be it may not be able to be created or destroyed, but it can transform, and it can transform into light, heat, and chemical energy.
1: I like the fact when um, Charles Darwin was doing his uh, thesis on uh, uh, that man came from apes and all the kick-up was happening. They forgot that, actually, Charles Darwin was a fervent Christian and thoroughly believed in God. Well,
0: it's not only that, with the theory of evolution, I think there's, what, about a 20,000 year gap where they can't explain. There's sort of nothing in between to carry on the evolutionary scale. So if that's the case, then... Did we actually evolve from apes? And if we have evolved from apes, why are there still apes around?
1: Yeah, that's a good question.
0: Yeah, I didn't think of that one. Uh, Apes shouldn't be here. No. If we evolve from them. Oh,
1: is it... I'm a great lover of conspiracy theories as well. I heard one the other day, it's a lovely one, this one, you like this one. Kennedy was a werewolf who was shot by a silver bullet, and the silver bullet was replaced with an actual bullet. I only heard that one the other day, it's one I've never heard of, the Kennedy one. I think he's fantastic, but it's like everything every, every it's like myths, legends, whatever. There's always a tinge of proof somewhere along the line. You've just got to find it. The example being the Dracula legend. It's obviously based on Vadim Paler, who was not a very nice chap, you wouldn't like to be come round for dinner. Because he'd probably put you on a cross and leave you to bleed theft. You're <laughs> just not a nice guy. And obviously, um, the vampire legends of Romania, where well, it's very frequent, they still bleed now. Because there's certain parts of Romania, they still put crosses on the door and garlic around the windows.
0: Now that I can understand that is based around a true person but all it was was basically AFK. and he just wanted to get the truth out there truth about ufos the deals they made with aliens and everything and of course back then you weren't allowed to do that and sadly that was possibly the only way that it was going to stop him from revealing everything Governments around the world have been trying to hide for sort of centuries.
1: Well, CIA was run by Edgar J. Hoover, who was a transistor.
0: Well, I say w- I, I won't be surprised with some of them. with the sort of things I've heard about the secret societies and who's involved and what they actually do on these events? It seemed,
1: it was quite tame. Yeah, I had a lovely conversation someone the other day about how we linked political correctness with a form of control. Uh, you may, uh, you've obviously read the book 1984, and we think that the um, political correctness is a form of controlling people. Because when you go out nowadays, You know, you look at a kid playing a park, you say, oh, that was me. But nowadays, you're so... In your mind, you think, oh, I better not stop, I better not look. Because people might think this or whatever. You're not that person. But you you instantly feel guilty for looking at that kid
0: playing football. Well, it's not that as well. If someone is in trouble, you sort of question as to whether or not you should be helping them. It shouldn't be that way. If if a kid is lost in, say, a supermarket, for example, you should be able to help that kid, sort of take them to customer service or something where they can put an announcement out without getting all the funny looks. But it is a sad thing when people jump to conclusions without finding out all the facts first and coming up to a, a rational judgement and just assume they know what's going on.
1: Do you think that like I do that? Um, political correctness obviously for affected comedies, because I used to like the old comedies, where they were just a bit bare knuckle and took to Mickey a little bit more, but nowadays I would call them safe comedies. No-one's afraid, no-one wants to take on establishment anymore. or I'll take on a subject that might push the boundaries a little bit, but I think that's what
0: comedy's for. Well, you, you think of series like Love, Thy Neighbour. Great Love, Die. Mind your language. Yeah,
1: They're a great series.
0: You, you can not get away with it now. there will be too much uproar. Well, once again, I do not wish to offend anyone, I really don't, this is just my personal opinion, but it seems like all the, not all of them, but some of the majorities, or minority groups I should say, they're the ones that jump on the political correctness bandwagon, and they're the ones that sort of use it to their advantage. What's causing all this friction, which really should not be there?
1: Well, it's like a certain word that used to mean a colour of a, a cotton that they mention a lot in songs. But if you mention that word, well, I'm not mentioning that word because of that reason, um, you'll get done for it.
0: Yeah, you say one wrong word, and all of a sudden take offense, I, I worked in the supermarket once, and I can't remember where the man was from, but someone said to me, don't call him a turtle, and I'm like, what, they're like, don't call him turtle, I'm like, why not, because they said, where is from, that's offensive,
1: Joking, oh, but, but that know. was being really serious. Well, then certain, certain hitchhiking signs you can't do in Greece. You're not allowed to put your thumb up in Greece. I think. But I think that means something else over there. Uh, I'm not too sure. Yeah. Execution. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, From the old gladi- gladiator days. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: execution. Yeah.
1: It, it,
0: it just,
1: I just think we live in a world that. We're too, it's too, we're too worried about what we say, what we do, and I'm not, I'm not saying we should be outrageously rude or outrageously racist or whatever, but like you said, if you actually watch those comedies you mentioned properly and not judgmentally, obviously similar the language then used by them probably would offend people now because you both all got as good as they gave if you watch it properly you
0: just reminded me of a story that I read uh, someone from BBC Radio 1 I think it was Norfolk he played The Sun Has Got His Hat On the original version I believe was 1936 it said the N-word once. He got, I think it was one or two complaints about it, and he got sacked from his job.
1: That happened over here in Devon. A bloke who used to do the jazz uh, thing in Devon, he played a record, an old record, I can't remember that like, someone was offended by it, so like yeah, i that word, and I thought, yeah, but it, it was back, written back in the day when that word probably didn't mean that back then. You've got to think, you can't it's like, um, if you read Noddy, well, that's been changed. The, the bad guys have been
0: changed was like, um, was it Dennis the Menace? Oh yeah. You no know, comics?
1: Yeah, they changed
0: his image, didn't they? Yeah, because yeah. he was branded. And it's like, people, come on. This is a kid's book. You know, kids don't see it that way. They may see it as bullying, but they wouldn't see it as any other way. It's us. Sort of pushing it now onto the next generation, and while we keep doing this, it's just going to keep causing bigger and bigger and bigger gaps between what we can say and what we can't say. Well, my it's going to get to a point where we ain't going to be able to say anything without anyone being offended.
1: One of my pet hates is when people blame games for the violence. I mean, I'm, 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 yes, I'm not saying games aren't violent. Yes, I admit they're violent, but it's like the cartoons of old, Tom and Jerry. I'm not going to go and throw an anvil at someone's head, thinking, Oh look, it's going to go, going to just bounce off him. You mean it's the person? What? It's the person, not the actual game or film or whatever they're watching.